Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We've got a lot to talk about today. It was a busy wrestling weekend. We're going to be talking about a potential SummerSlam match in jeopardy. Of course, we're going to talk about Triple Mania, New Japan's resurgence, some controversy over the finish to the Omega Andrade match, and we're going to answer a bunch of your questions before we get started. Do us a favor if you're watching us on the YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Let's help grow going in raw. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, if you can hear my voice right now, you're listening to us on a podcast, do us a favor, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really helps uh, uh, helps us grow going yes. in raw heck of a wrestling weekend. Of course, obviously, first off, we want to uh, say thanks to all the friendos for joining us for the massive, massive oh, wow. triple mania stream. That sh- that stream, even after the VOD and everything has been watched like 12,000 times. That's crazy. At this point, uh, the very first church of friendos live stream. So, of course, a huge thanks to Kayla and Alex from Church of Joshi. Mm-hmm. Um, be sure to follow them. Uh, we'll put their Twitter and their channels in our description on uh, this episode. Uh, and, of course, hit up churchoffriendos.com for the very first Church of Friendos merchandise. And, of course, thanks to the Enforcer. You said it during the yes. pre-stream, dude. He is the glue that holds these live streams together. He's the absolute best. He love the, the enforcer. He is love the enforcer. He's going to be back with us as well this weekend. We're going to be doing a live watch along of SummerSlam, and then the next day uh, takeover. Uh, right, takeover. Um, I do have and a that, proposition. I should have asked you this in private, but I'm just going to do it here. Can we just stick to like a live watch along at takeover yeah, and talk about it the next that. day? Are you? You're going to suggest that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Right on. Because we're also doing our, our live watch along of the first dance. Uh, probably CM Punk debuts at AEW on Friday oh, night, followed yeah. by our SmackDown 
uh, we'll recap that. Then our SmackDown recap. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday are going to be really busy days. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So I feel like TakeOver would be fun just to watch. Because, look, I want to watch with all of you, especially the Walter Ilya match. But also, like, I kind of get the idea, man. It's The vibe is going to be maybe a little bit different. Uh, this might be some sort of at least a beginning of an end of an era. Uh, given the yeah. direction of NXT, we're going to have a little bit more on uh, a bit, an interesting tidbit about the future of NXT. We're going to yes. talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but uh, why don't we just go ahead and get started? Uh, sure. SummerSlam, there might be a huge match off the card. What's going on here? So uh, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, of course, they are scheduled to have a SmackDown with the title bout at SummerSlam. Um, apparently, they both missed uh, two WB live events over the weekend due to, as WB put it, unforeseen circumstances. And now PW Insiders reporting that they have, quote, spoken with several sources inside the company who expressed concern their announced match will not take place at SummerSlam this weekend, but there is nothing confirmed in that regard. Hmm. 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 I wonder what that is. What, is that, what does that all mean? I don't know. Can't tell. Unforeseen circumstances could be anything. They might have fell through raw gate and ended up in a different dimension. Uh, or, you know, with the way things are going right now, it could be a little bit more serious. Hard to tell. Difficult to speculate. But uh, I'm really looking forward to that match. I hope it does Same. happen. Because those two will put on a, a banger match. But Yeah. You know. I mean, we saw their match at WrestleMania was outstanding. Um, you know, and, and, and based what we saw on that contract signing. <laughs> Obviously, they, they, there's more story for them to tell now that mm. Sasha uh, seemingly uh, has uh, some sort of alliance with Selena Vega, Carmella, um, up the odds against Bianca. So I was I was looking forward to that bout. Hopefully, it happens. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, hopefully we'll get more information confirming or you know t- saying that it's a uh, it's off the table uh, this week. Hopefully, it's just not something they'll mention in the pre-show. You know, oh, this is not happening now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, like we said in the pre-show, of course, Triple Mania went down. Why don't we? Why don't we talk about the the news coming out of it before we actually do the recap? Because this is this is kind of it's an interesting conversation. There's a lot of back and forth on Twitter about this. So, uh, the probably the biggest profile match of the night was, of course, Kenny Omega, current AEW champion, just recently former uh, Impact champion. And walking into Triple Mania, he was the mega champion. Now, there was some chatter. Uh, uh, Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer, uh, leading into this match, noted that the the plan at some point was for Andrade to pick up this mega champion. Uh, the match didn't go down that way. Kenny retained the AAA mega title over, the, uh, the, the, over Andrade. Uh, but apparently, according to Meltzer, Andrade was initially supposed to pick up the win until AEW... Tony Khan asked Triple A to do the title change. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Not to do the, to to not do the, not title, to change. Do the title change, to hold off on the title change for Triple Mania um, because it appears that AEW has control over Kenny Omega's finishes outside of AEW. Fightful Select, go subscribe to that. Yes, go, uh, go subscribe. And uh, has confirmed Meltzer's report and noted Quote, several wrestlers backstage had heard that AAA was informed of this as far back as early July, probably sooner. Possibly sooner. Oh, possibly sooner, yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting stuff. What are your thoughts on the idea that Tony Khan can call up AAA and say, 
hey, doesn't work for us, brother. Well, you know, I, I guess we, we've always kind of assumed that AAA is just going to do what they wanted to do, you know? And right. apparently there is a measure of, of, of trust uh, between the two promotions that uh, that if Tony Khan could call up AAA and say, hey, let's not do this. Maybe we can do this instead. Because I'm, I'm, I'm speculating here. I'm guessing Tony Khan's just not going to pick up the phone and say, nope, not happening tonight and hang up the phone. You know, <laughs> there would have to be yeah. at least some semblance of a pitch as to how they could proceed if it's not going to happen at Triple Mania. You know, whether Andrade is going to get that belt at all, whether it's going to be someone else within AAA, um, is it going to happen at a AAA show? Is it going to happen in, in an AEW show? I'm guessing. Don't have any inside information. This conversation, at least some kind of conversation along those lines, would have had to have happened that both people hang up the phone after that conversation, feeling comfortable with not doing the title change there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and 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 it is. Does it seem like a huge controversy or something for AEW to be like, no, let's pu- let's pump the brakes on this? I don't know how the conversation went. Yeah. I don't know what the resolution was. If if not Triple Mania win, I don't know these things. Um, what really surprised me more was we assumed Christian winning at Rampage was going to be the beginning of the story of Kenny losing the belts, culminating yeah. in the AEW one. Yeah. Obviously not the case. Yeah. So for me, it was more like, okay, then why do they have like they just have Christian win because so he can defend the title at Emergence, so Kenny gets that the a day off after wrestling at Triple Mania. You know, the day after wrestling Christian at Rampage, mm-hmm. let him rest for a bit. And before all out, we have to wrestle Christian again. Um, you know, it, 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 I, I guess there is some benefit in terms of short term of having a shock title change on Rampage. People think, oh, the show's important. I mm-hmm. should be watching this. Yeah. This isn't Thunder. You know, this isn't Sunday Night Heat. On the Sunday nights it was on, that wasn't. Or, you know, right before a pay-per-view. Man, that stuff, um, yeah, stuff would go down on Sunday Night Heat I back know. in the day. Yeah, But if it was right before a pay-per-view, yes. Uh, <laughs> so this is a show I got to pay attention to. You got that, and then this week if Punk comes out, mm-hmm. okay, Rampage is a, is a deal. I got to pay attention to this show. I get that. So long as there's a, they have a story to work all that into the larger story they're telling between Kenny and, and Hangman, that's fine. It just right now, with the information we have in front of us, it's a bit of a head-scratcher in terms of the story they had been telling. But, you know, uh, hopefully they will tell a story going forward that helps all that make sense. Yeah, dude. I mean, we can sit here and sort of uh, plot out the facts of what we know and probably where they wanted to go. And I wonder how much of that has just changed because stuff changes. And in wrestling, things happen. And then you have to make, I, you, you know, Tony Khan, you can, you can take a look at some number one. I don't know that anybody can deny that the relationships between Impact and AEW hasn't benefited Impact immensely, immensely. You can't. I don't think you could deny that the uh, the the budding relationship, given where things started, especially how AEW basically took New Japan's westward expansion and just made a whole company out of it and froze New Japan out of that, right? So the fact that they have a relationship now and that it's going pretty well and you get things like the Good Brothers now in New Japan programming, Mox is able to work both programs mm-hmm. uh, or both promotions. Like, it has benefited both companies. Uh, uh, NWA, it's benefited both companies. Mm-hmm. 
All this stuff seems to be positive relationship building. The fact that he was able to contact AAA and say, hey, can you do us a solid? And again, you, you're exactly right. We have no idea how this conversation went down. I'd be shocked if it was he picked up the phone and said, it doesn't work for me, brother, and put it back down. You know, like you said, yeah. Yeah. It, that doesn't make any sense. No. And so another thing that we know about AAA, even having watched Triple Mania for, what, four years now, is that, like, how often does their actual main title, uh, th- does it really feel like it matters all that much? Like, is it like the universal champion in, in, in WWE? Not really. Like, how often does it main event their WrestleMania? I mean, how often does WWE's titles main event? I mean, you know, it's Roman Reigns, if he's there or not with the title. But, yeah, yeah. you know, they've had, like, Jeff Jarrett has had the title over there. Uh, 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 you know, Kenny Omega's had it for like almost 700 days now. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, has never been a straight up AAA star, um, like exclusive to them. And he was doing stuff in New Japan and whatnot. Yeah. Um, they, it seems to be their main title, the Mega Championship, seems to be a promotional tool. You know, hey, we got great ambassadors. In other promotions carrying our title, I think uh, Morrison, uh, jo- Johnny Nitro, jo- Hennigan back then was a mega champion as well. Yeah. yeah. And so AAA forges all sorts of relationships and they seem to now Deanna Perrazzo is their reina champion. Right. And she's an impact player. Mm-hmm. So it seems like there's a really good diplomatic relationship. You know, Conan is pretty deep into AAA, and now he's, you know, all over AEW programming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There seems to be a good working relationship with the company. Totally. And totally. It, I wonder if, you know, Tony Khan also recently mentioned uh, that he was he was posed the question. I honestly, I, I apologize. I forget if this was on uh, uh, Busted Open or what, but he was posed the question, you know, should you be doing more forbidden door stuff? And he said, honestly, the logistics prevent us from doing it. You see how impact tapes their stuff They're, I think starting yesterday and until tomorrow, yeah, they're probably shooting a month's worth of stuff. If not, maybe more. Yeah. Um, and so having that, and I, it would not shock me at all. If that might've been one of the reasons we had the Christian title tr- change, because it's like, wait a second. We've got all this stuff going on, and Impact has their tapings coming up. All right, so maybe this stuff just won't line up. Let's start dropping. Let's start doing this stuff now. We'll get yeah, the yeah. Impact title on Christian because, for whatever reason, and then at the same time, well, he's, a, he's he's a Hall of Fame caliber wrestler. That's why. In some people's opinions, they'd be wrong, but you get you you put it on Christian because it works out for the taping stuff, yeah. and then it's like, hey, we don't want. Two title changes really quick. We had to do this one. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got a good relationship. Yeah, Any totally chance possible. you could just hold off a little bit? Yeah. And then and, and they say, yeah, you know. Yeah. I think it's and great. I, I thought I think it speaks. Oh, this last point. I think it speaks wonders to the relationship that benefits everybody that exactly. they're able to do that. Um, I just want to clarify because I said maybe one reason they had Kenny drop the title so we could take a break over this weekend because he's wrestling a lot. Reports from uh, we've read. He's a little banged up, and I'm you know, happy you mentioned the taping schedule because I might obviously have something to do with it. Where, you know, if if, if he has to wrestle uh, uh, Friday against Christian, Saturday against Andrade, then fly to Nashville to wrestle uh, uh, Brian Myers for the main event of Emergence, three matches in the span of four days. 
that might just be a lot to ask, you know? It, and there could be other things that preclude it from happening. We don't know totally. exactly the contractual appearance schedule yep. that Kenny Omega yep. has. Yep. Um, maybe some things prevent it from happening. And the idea that, you know, when people see this, they immediately want to jump on, oh, Tony Khan is able to pick up a phone and say, don't, you know, don't do this because of protecting it. Dude, he, seemingly he's picking up the phone a lot these days and it's it's helping out everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, to, to see the landscape of wrestling outside of WWE right now and how alive it all feels, it's pretty damn cool. And I cool. just don't see a lot of reason to to hate on that until I, I'm given a reason to hate on that, you know? Exactly. exactly. Um, it doesn't seem like the dude is being selfish with his company. It's like, hey, we're all doing this to benefit everybody. We're all lifting each other up with the same rising tide. Um you know, let's see what we can work out here. So stuff works for everybody. And mm-hmm. it's like, there's no, I don't think there's any downside to keeping that title on Kenny Omega. And I, I've always felt that the guy, if you want to put it back on somebody else in AAA, it'd be El Vikingo. Um, yeah. But, uh, but I don't know, maybe Andrade will still be the guy who knows. Well, but, uh, my understanding yeah. is Andrade signed with AEW, not with AAA. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right about that, but I don't know what contract he has, if any, with oh, triple with AAA for either. Mexican broadcasting. Don't know either. Don't know either. So, uh, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, and yeah, there, again, somebody here in, in chat said, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, if they were they were going to have their title on an AEW contracted wrestler, anyways, Andrade. So, so it's like, regardless, they were going to put their title on somebody in a different company. They don't seem yeah. to care. You know, they don't seem to care what happens. With it. They had a title change in their cruiserweight division and they just ima- and they just pretended it didn't happen. Yeah, they don't care. You know, they yeah. have bigger. Yeah. They have they have storylines that go back generations. They got a heel ref who still has a problem with Fabi Apache. And that goes back generations. Mm hmm. So they're operating on a whole other level than we're used to, man. That's the thing about AAA. You think they care about that mega champion? I don't know. I'm sure they do. I just, it's not like it's their, oh my gosh, this is going to throw all of our plans out of whack, you know? Yeah. And it's not like it's continually the main event program or whatever show it's on, you know? Yeah. Right. We've watched a hand, what, four Triple Manias. I don't think in any of them the mega title is main event of the show. I don't, that's what I was getting at. I don't think it has, you know? Like there was a Blue Demon Junior, Dr. Wagner. There was uh, last year was Chess Man and Pagano, and then, and then uh, obviously this year was Psycho uh, Clown and um, and Ray Scorpion. I think the year before that it was Psycho Clown and Doctor Wagner Junior. Okay, yeah, yeah, a mask, yeah. A mask versus mask match. Yeah, so it's just you know different territory. They do things a different way, but when we're used to here to to a certain way of business being done here. We automatically think, oh, it shouldn't be going that way, and everybody blows up about it. But you know, it, it is what it is. I think I think mm-hmm. the more interesting conversation. Um, I think number one, it's fascinating that he does have the kind of relationship with AAA now, where he can say, "Hey, can you do us a solid?" And they, you know, say, "Yeah, okay." Um, and and secondly, what where is this story going with Kenny? Like the the mega champion, he's got he's he's retained that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, all outs coming up. He's got Christian for that match. Obviously, Kenny's going to win that one. Um, and I mean, then, the question yeah. would be then at, at all out, if they do title versus title, 
but whether that even worked within how impact has to tape their stuff, who knows? I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is that there is, uh, you know, is hangman still going to be the guy you got to think that it's still going to be hangman's the guy mm-hmm. and, and he's going to be the guy cause Kenny didn't hit, uh, no, no, no. Uh, Nobody is kicked out still of the one winged angel. And you've said before that that's probably going to be the thing that Hangman will get if, if yeah. he can't be the first guy to take him down. And I've always yeah. thought it was incredibly likely that Hangman would be the last piece that falls. Kenny would lose the stuff beforehand, but he's clinging on to desperate life for this one with this mm-hmm. one title. And Hangman's the guy to finally put Kenny Omega to rest or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and taking that AEW title, and it would still mean a lot. I don't think he has to be the first guy to beat him no. um, because you have protected law. I mean, that 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 finish against Christian, it's not like Christian beat him clean and fair. He, he nailed him on a chair. So, yeah, uh, so yeah I don't know. It's if, wrestling, if, and the stories are the thing. You know, if, if the thing is parallel to, to Kenny and Paige to tell him the story of the elite kind of uh, starting to fall apart, which is why I feel like they had the finish they did at Rampage where Kenny uh, takes that kill switch on the chair, which is introduced by the Young Bucks to begin with. They're starting to set the pieces. So by the time we get to Hangman versus Kenny, and basically the story will be in that match, yes, Hangman beats Kenny, but he's basically beaten the entirety of the Elite to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll kick out of a one-winged angel, mm-hmm. he'll hit a buckshot, and he'll get, a, he'll get the win. Yeah, yeah. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Yeah, so uh, so interesting stuff. 
So let's get into this Triple Mania recap. Uh, opening the show, uh, we had the Marvel Lucha match. This is always mm-hmm. so much fun. Mm-hmm. Trying to, 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 to figure out who is portraying what Marvel character. Yeah. It's always a blast. Yeah. The only the only one that seemed to be out, Leo Rush wasn't uh, a Arachno this time. He no, I read Spider-Man. I think Fightful said it was it was uh, it was Vikingo. Oh, it was Vikingo. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um so it was Team American Legends, Team Leyenda Americana versus Team uh the Thanos, the Purple Terror. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh <laughs> but what Team Purple Terror didn't count on Larson was the Incredible Hulk. Yes. Was it confirmed that he was murder clown? Yeah, okay, that's what Feifel said. It was murder clown. Yeah, <laughs> Taurus was Venom, and Brian Cage was was yeah. Thanos again. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I did not see that coming. Hulk came busting through a wall oh, when like Kool Aid Man. <laughs> when yeah, yeah there are some parallels there. Uh, when uh, when the good guys, when the uh, the faces there were uh, in peril a little bit, were yeah. in peril, and uh, Thor and, and Thanos. We actually, it's funny because they actually finally. Uh, got some canon uh, closure with uh, Thanos and Hulk because Hulk really never got his one up against Thanos. You yeah. know, Thanos whooped his ass in Infinity War and in Endgame. Hulk really didn't get uh, uh, one back on that one. He never got his nope. win back. Nope. Uh, after That's that, correct. we had the Copa Bardal uh, and uh, Mr. Iguana, the, fa- the 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 fan favorite there, uh, won that particular one. Of course, the Copa Bardal, the Copa matches, the cups are like a mix of the Royal Rumble and uh what's like a like a gauntlet match kind of it's yeah, kind of if you've yeah. seen if you've seen uh shoot they did the same thing at Lucha Underground Remember oh Vash called? is asking I'm sorry who were Black Widow and Captain Marvel in that match oh did let me Michael check say? yeah let me check they uh, did they had a list of everybody so yeah Mr. Iguana won the Copa Bardal and then he got attacked by uh, what was the name of the faction? NGD. So they're uh, the dynamite think, faction, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's three, three, uh, three people who uh, left CMLL now in AAA. Yeah. So they beat up Mr. Iguana, and right. then La Impressa, who I guess is also a former CML, CMLL wrestlers, came to the ring, and maybe they joined forces. It kind of seemed that way. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Freedom came. KME. Thank you very much. It was the new dynamite generation. Nueva yes. Generacion Dynamita and uh, the new uh, Dynamite Generation, which is yeah. awesome. They have like a good name. an Ed Hardy tattoo esque logo, which yeah. is pretty sick. Uh, um, so, yeah, they attacked him. So, sorry. Do you want to know who else uh, were the uh, the Marvel characters? Por favor. So, Taurus is Venom. This is from Fightful. Uh, Taurus is Venom, Brian Cage, Thanos, Vikingo was Spider Man, Octagon Jr. was Captain America. Ah, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, different from last year. Okay. Yeah, and then Lady Maravilla was Captain Marvel. <sighs> sexy Star 2 was Black Widow. And I didn't and know then, there was a Sexy Star 2. I didn't know either. Wow. And then Murder Clown was the Hulk. Interesting. Okay. And then who was Loki, do we know? No. He wasn't even masked. <laughs> I couldn't even tell who he was because I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Loki um, showed up on the Tron after the after the match. <laughs> Sadly, he was not an alligator. Maybe somebody in chat can let us know who Loki was. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo is, like I said earlier, the new Reina champion. She defeated mm-hmm. Fabi Apache thanks to heel ref. I mean, come on. Yeah, the yeah. ads. This is worse than Hebner and the Montreal Screwjob. Um, let's see here. 
uh, tag yeah. title match, Lucha Brothers defeated uh, El Hijo del Vikingo and Laredo Kid. That was one team. And then uh, Taurus and Brian Cage, the other. This is a really fun match. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, is, Cal- is Kalisto Octagon Jr.? Oh. Is that who it is? Oh. I had no idea. I had no, Well, that's what Zondo is saying here. Is that yeah. true? That's cool. Uh, oh, well, interesting. The ratings for Rampage is in. Breaking that's news. That's pretty good. 740,000. And in the 18 to 49, uh, a 0.3, SmackDown had 2 million. Okay, so that was adjusted because at first it was two and a half, but it's because like people watching the NFL games in yeah, the same time Fox, slot. Yeah. I figured that was skewed. Um, so SmackDown got 2 million. Uh, good number for Rampage on a Friday night. Yeah, for the first show. On a Friday night, that's a hell of a show. You think it's going to break yeah. a million for Phil? Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I would be I'd be really shocked if it didn't break a million for Phil. Uh yeah, they've been promoting that too. Um let's yep. see here. And then we had uh La Empresa defeating which is what Corey Graves' brother, right? Sam Adonis, is that his name? Yeah, it's, it's Puma King, him, and Puma then King, I forgot the what the other dude. guy's name was. Yeah. Uh defeated Chessman, Pagano, and Murder Clown and Chessman at the end and Pagano are both going at it, so we might get a I mean, they basically tried to kill each other last year at Triple Mania. It's hardly surprising they couldn't get along. Well, a year's a long time, man. You know, they they bonded enough to to join up with Murder Clown, but you apparently... know, Pagano should have been should have been wary when Chessman comes out with the just like Cobra Commander. You know, <laughs> that's right. Uh, then we had, of course, we talked about this already. Kenny Omega defeating Andrade. With Ric Flair. Ric Flair was in Andrade's corner. Ric Flair was out there. He got involved physically. What are your thoughts on that? Because I saw also some chatter on Twitter. Oh, you shouldn't be out there putting people in figure fours and chopping people. I mean, if he's if he's got medical clearance. I mean, if the I don't guy have a wants to it. do it, the guy wants to yeah. do it. If he's know? not endangering his health and well being, going out there and throwing a couple chops and putting Conan in a figure four. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see what the deal is. Think we're gonna get. He's Flair. not out there taking bumps. Let's get Flair versus Conan uh, next year at Triple Mania. Joe Hora says he lost twenty thousand channel points betting against Flair showing up. Oh no, man! That's why you gotta follow Sean Rossap on Twitter, man. Yep. yep. May not may not be the tallest guy in the world, but uh, you he know, knows the stuff. He's got the scoops. He's got yep. the scoops. He does. He does. The main event: Psycho Clown defeated Ray Scorpion in a mask versus hair match. Uh, this got bloody. We did see a hammer. It wasn't used, though. No, my it disappointment. wasn't. But it was used but, as sort of a, a decoy for a yes. sister, the sister of Rey Scorpion, turning on him. Wow. Shocking. Something else. Something kinda, else. Kind of wish we saw the hammer be used, to be honest with you. There's no arrow star again. Yeah, what was up with that? That was Modest weird. disappointment. Maybe they couldn't build a contraption high enough for him to be like, yeah, I'll jump off that. That could be, yeah. There is a there is a ceiling. It's like a you know the 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 arena has you know. There's nothing he's like. Well, this is too sure. This is not tall enough. Yeah. Let's wait till we're in an outdoor setting. We'll get an airplane, an aero star plane. There you go. And I'll fall from that. An aero jet. An aero jet. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, good stuff. Uh, let's talk about this. I mentioned this at the head of the show. NXT, they're kicking it old school, man. Following rumors, rumors, maybe massive changes coming to NXT shortly. PW Insider is reporting that NXT will be taping three episodes of television following this weekend's takeover. 
The site states that WWE NXT will be taping on Monday, 823. That will broadcast on the USA Network the next day, on Tuesday. On Tuesday, the 24th, they will tape two episodes that will air on Tuesdays, eight, uh, August 31st and September 7th. But it doesn't appear that NXT is going to go back to bulk tapings for TV. PW Insider said today that, quote, the current plan is for NXT to return to live episodes on the USA Network, 914. Andrew Zarian tweeted out, spoke to a contact from USA Network regarding the rumors of NXT going back to tape show. He says this, a tape show is not what we paid for. That's a very important consideration. They have a contract with USA for live programming, which is at a premium. So no, NXT is not going to go back to being taped. This is probably a special situation for who knows why. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like speculate. Let's, Let's recklessly speculate, Larson. Maybe this is what it is. Maybe they have this relaunch they're planning. That's going to take uh, attention from the people that run NXT to get that going, how they want to do it. So they think, okay, three weeks. We'll take three weeks of TV this week. That opens our calendars up. We're going to have to book television for three weeks. Worry about all that. We could focus on whatever we're going to do in terms of the relaunch of NXT. And then maybe on 914, bang, relaunch. Uh, and, and, and that's why I don't know. I'm just, just, I'm pulling, I'm just pulling out ideas out of the sky here to try to think of what it could be. I think that's probably some solid speculation there. I think you might be onto something right there. Queen of the ring. Alex is in the chat right now. Hello, What's Alex. Up? She says, no thoughts, just Lucha baby. I'm I'm working on two things. I'm going to get a, a shoot baby shirt, but more importantly here for our Twitch chat, uh shoot baby emote. There you go. Very excited about that. Very excited about that. Uh, Something else to be excited about. New Japan running Resurgence. What a great looking show. I just watched, I watched uh, one of the matches and uh, it looked uh, uh, pretty cool there being at the torch. Yeah. There. They just sort In of front of the LA Coliseum. Up, they just sort of set up a venue out you know, there in the parking lot. Yeah. When I read that that was the, the venue was the torch at LA Coliseum, I thought they had built some other venue out there. They Same, called Torch. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize they meant literally in front of the torch at the LA Coliseum. And I, I saw pictures like, wow, that looks great. Especially at night when it was all lit up and everything. It looked really good. I was I was looking for like comparison pictures of the venue in advance of New Japan being there. But yeah, like you said, they just they just had it up there near a thing. Uh, they just made a venue, uh, mm-hmm. which was which was pretty great. It looked awesome. A lot of good reports coming back from the show in terms of you know what it looked like of course these days with the delta running wild uh you know being outside is obviously preferable benefit, yeah. to being inside a uh, couple notes here from the show like i said i only watched uh moose versus ishii uh it was a hell of a match ishii basically won with like a jackhammer like it was basically just sort of a brain buster type suplex thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but uh will osprey came back what did will osprey have to say for himself larson uh, so he returned, said uh, a couple things. He declared that he was the real IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Of course, he uh, never lost the title, had sure. to vacate it because of neck injury. Uh, says he's cleared to compete, but he says no to the G1. No. And he's staying in the States, apparently, to wrestle on strong for a while. He's mm-hmm. set up a match with uh, TJP, also at Resurgence, after the Good Brothers defeated uh, Mox and Yuji Nagata his mystery partner which is awesome mm-hmm. uh they were confronted by gorillas of destiny which is promising that could be really cool mm-hmm. um and then the main event uh go ace hiroshi tanahashi became the new u.s champ defeating lance archer 
Mox was sitting ringside right next to the belt. You got to think that match is happening like really soon. Maybe all out. Maybe on strong before that. I don't know. That match is going to happen. They've got a bunch of shows coming up. They got one at the ECW arena. They've got one here uh, nearby in San Jose. San Jose, yeah. Um, So it wouldn't shock me if it took place at one of those shows. I wonder if they're really a sp- the the thing that really stood out to me is Osprey talking about going to strong. Wouldn't mm-hmm. shock me if they start running that show with fans as sort of like sort of relaunching it with fans as a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It gets a lot of good notice these days for just being a pure wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred Rosser's over there making you know a, a bigger name for himself. They got some interesting things there. They got their young lions over there. Uh, yeah, and so it's it's going to be interesting to see. Over the next six months, if they do try to do bigger things with Strong, Osprey being there is a big draw. That's a big deal. It is. A, it is a pretty massive deal. Mm-hmm, yeah. It is a pretty massive deal. Yeah. Uh, also, over the weekend in New Japan at the one of the summer struggle events, after weeks of struggles, trying to uh, win some matches in the Super or the Junior Tag League, uh, Rapongi 3K just imploded. Show turned on Yo after they lost to uh, El Desperado and Kanemaru. Uh, so it looks like Rapongi 3K are no more, and they're going to feud and then go after singles pursuits. Just like Desperado predicted in that promo of his. He was like, you guys aren't on the same page. And sure enough, they're not on the same page. That's going to be some, yeah. some good matches between those dudes, though. Yeah, I think so. That's gonna I think so. Some, that's going to be some good stuff. Uh, also going down, I think it dropped yesterday. Is that right? Uh, yeah, the 15th. Yeah. Heels on stars. Um, I watched the first episode, uh, this morning, man. Um, and I really liked it. I'll be honest. I really, it's always, it's sometimes it's kind of difficult to watch whenever there's like, um, wrestling fiction. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. get through fighting for my family mm-hmm. because knowing more or less the story you know, of what actually kind of was going down with us. Like you can know as a wrestling fan, when you're like this deep into it, you can kind of point. It's like, Oh, they're, 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 they're kayfabe and the crap out of like stuff that actually happened. Mm-hmm. And so like, I got like 15 minutes of it. And so early in this, epi- early in the first episode, there is, there's some of that, like for people who aren't into wrestling to appeal to them, there's some like sort of awkward exposition for, Hey, this is, how we're approaching it, but it's totally like, it's totally like, you know, uh, Stephen Amell plays a dude who's uh, uh, Jack Spade. Who's like, dad was like, you know, the king shit of the territory mm-hmm. and he bequeaths the territory to his son because he dies. And, uh, and so basically Stephen Amell is playing, you know, the, he is the guy who is the champion and the booker. Uh, and his brother is like the hottest baby face he's got, but he's also mm-hmm. got his eyes on greener pastures. And so Stephen Mel's character, Jack Spade's like, do I do I? They got this big match coming up, right? That's the intro yeah. sets up the big match between brother and brother. And it's like, do I have my brother go over? But then he also wants to leave as well. He's got, you know, but his brother really wants to get the title because him and his dad had it. And uh, it sets up the characters really, really well. Um, I, by the end, I was pretty shy and I'm not going to no spoilers here. Um, by the end, I was really into it. You know, it takes a little while to get going, but I'm like, holy crap. What was that ending right there? Like Jack mm-hmm. Spade, what are you doing, man? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I'd recommend people watch it. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's, it's pretty solid stuff. 
Um, and I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. Like, I kind of want to do like a spoiler review. I, I kind of want you to watch it and then yeah, us yeah. to review it again so yeah. that like we can really get into the into the meat of it because yeah. uh, the ending was was pretty interesting stuff. Uh, so, yeah, but I don't want to spoil it for people. OK, very well. Yeah, I'll get I'll try to get a chance to watch it later this week. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, at some point we can we can we could talk about it more in depth. Mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. Sadly didn't have time today. Yeah. Uh we'll have time to watch Raw tonight. Got three segments announced for this <laughs> go home so edition. Excited. Oh, thrilled. <laughs> you sound so, just thrilled. Somebody was just asking thrilled. us earlier in the in the pre-show, hey, Raw's coming to Sacramento. Mm-mm. No. Nope. <laughs> not not in, not into it, man. Like there is <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. Like if it was even, Smack- other, even even in normal circumstances, if it's, under it's normal no. circumstances, I would like a no. SmackDown. I'd consider yeah. a SmackDown. I'd I'd totally consider under normal circumstances. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Tribal Chief uh, live and in person. I'd I'd totally be down for that. We've and, been to three hour raw tapings, and they're just long. We went to a five hour raw taping. That's true. We did with to yeah the live show plus the Christmas episode right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah it was not fun. Um. So, uh, yeah, dude, yeah, I, just, I don't know. It doesn't sound appealing to me, but uh, yeah, Raw is on tonight. I prefer. Look, if I can, if I can watch Raw live, uh, in person and be able to fast forward through, like oh. I do now, all the commercials, Commercial and recaps, breaks, recaps, yeah, and like some like Ms. TV sometimes, I'd be down for it. I'd be down for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so three segments announced. Uh, Drew McIntyre looks to overcome Veer and Shanky with huge SummerSlam implications. Didn't they already have a handicap match? Yeah, they did. Is wait, is this for this isn't last week's? No, this is t- this is tonight. <laughs> this that first preview is literally something that already happened last week. What huge SummerSlam implications is going to have? He already has the match with Jinder. I know it's already happening. I know. I'm surprised they didn't say something about momentum. Uh, Randy Orton goes one-on-one with Amos for the first time ever, so they'll set up the, the tag match, make it official for the go, on the go-home show to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is, then, when, when Orton finally turns on Riddle, is anybody going to know? Because he shows his affection for a person by RKOing them. Yeah, I know. So is it going to be like, oh, well, look, he loves him. Oh, wait, he doesn't. I don't know, honestly. He's, he's RK. He just, he, all he did was RKO him. Uh, and then uh, it doesn't matter. They're going to have a tag title run first. And then yeah. uh, Bob Lashley and uh, Goldberg himself. Goldberg is going to be there. They're going to meet face-to-face again this mm-hmm. Monday. Something that happened two weeks ago. Yeah, they already met two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So uh, right. hopefully there's going to be some some good stuff on Raw tonight. Hope so. I hope so. You want to answer some questions? Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's answer. Let's do some questions. All right. Let's go to Twitter or Twitter. At real going in raw on Mondays, we take our questions from there. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Let's find a good first one. Oh, solid we have a lot one. of questions today. Get a solid one. Got a lot of questions. Got a lot of questions from you people. Uh, Nikal with Ric Flair Woo. showing up at Triple Mania over the weekend, with him almost certainly going to AEW. Would Cena's chances of beating Reigns, becoming seventeen-time champ, uh, be more likely to happen at the SummerSlam? No, they're not going to change whatever plans they had just to stick it to Ric Flair. No. Especially not with John Cena, who cannot be there to be champion. Like, this isn't even like Brock, who could be there every once in a while. I imagine when Cena's done with this 
with SummerSlam basically, and then maybe the Raw after, maybe the SmackDown after. Yeah, he's got he's got to have a match with Finn. He is out of there, and then take that L to to Finn. Mm-hmm, yeah, and then he is out of there. Yeah. Uh, Kane James would Ken should Kenny or Hangman be the first person to kick out of the One Winged Angel? Of course, Kota Bushi is the first person to kick out of it. That was years ago. Laredo Kid came damn close. Yeah, damn close. But it was after the three count, so it was like a three point one. So uh, yeah. So wait, what's the question then? Should Kenny or Hangman be the the first to kick out? It should be Hangman. It's got to be Hangman. It's Hangman. It's got to be Hangman. Of course, it's Hangman. Yeah. Uh, Jay McDowell, with this being supposedly the last week of Adam's Cole, Adam Cole's contract and no extension being signed since his meeting with Vince, do you think it's more likely he's going to leave dab e These things usually, like you'd think that it, it's usually like no pressing matter. They'll just like handle this as SummerSlam or something, you know? It's like, uh, hey, are you going to sign? Yes, for a million dollars. <laughs> Absolutely. Or, or yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be interesting what happens. Maybe they're taping these three weeks uh, of NXT to give him some some time before Adam Cole decides what he's going to do. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I don't think that it's any more or less likely that he's gonna that he's gonna sign. Like the closer we get to to SummerSlam, no, um, I don't know. No, I mean maybe part of the 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 idea is well, I'll wait till the last minute. Maybe as as you know from drive for some added negotiating up, leverage. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Drive up that price. What what's even better than a million dollars? Two million dollars. Two million dollars <laughs> plus some uh, uh some some uh say in my creative. Uh, Gareth Nicholas could Deanna Prozzo end up being the Impact's belt collector? Any chance she at least gets a shot at the AEW Women's Championship? I think she said she wants to have a match with Britt. I think she's mentioned that in interviews. Yeah, I think she. Uh, yeah, I. I, I I don't know. I don't know if she's going to be able to collect any titles from AEW, but uh, it's a match N- I'd like N- to see. NWA is a possibility. She might be yep. able to collect NWA's title. I don't know about I AEW. I, I don't know either, but I think the, the match nonetheless should happen. I think Britt versus Deanna would be great. How would you book that finish? If you're Jack Spade writing on your laptop, it was kind of great. There was one bit where, because he like, the, the thing is like, he's very like, He's very micromanaging. He's like all about this is my script, my characters, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. great because at one point it shows like he's got his script open for the match against his brother. And the whole episode he's like, What do I do for this finish? What do I do for this finish? And the finish is genuinely <laughs> shocking. Like his finish <laughs> that he comes up with is shocking. Um Is there a pizza cutter involved? <laughs> no spoilers. Damn. Uh and then, uh, and but he has it open, and I swear it looked like Steve notes because, like, he's got like a, a like about four sentences detailing what he wants to be the finish, and then right above that, it just says thirty minute match. <laughs> Call in the ring. <laughs> Call it in the ring, and, then, and <laughs> I love funny. I love that. So I'm like, oh, it's like Steve sitting there writing match, good stuff, and then I just write the finish, the for, finish for yeah. the Steve notes. Yeah, Hugh uh, Long Heavy. What would be the wrestling landscape if instead of WrestleMania, oh, the wrestling landscape you like? Sorry, if instead of WrestleMania, Triple Mania was the first major wrestling pay per view, it would be zero difference. It'd be yeah. no difference whatsoever. Except Triple Mania would not be referred to as they wouldn't have called it Triple Mania because Triple Mania clearly is a play on WrestleMania. 
Yeah. Uh, Joseph A. Ford, when CM Punk and Brian Danielson come to AEW, assuming they form a, assuming they form a new NWO, who's the third man, brother? It'd be Cody. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's some reason to think it'd be Cody. He should totally like kayfabe the uh, the angry emails between EVPs. Turn that into the story. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Malnar. So, if Adam Cole goes to AEW, do you think they should immediately do a Kenny versus Cole feud, or wait for it? Because I know that Cole versus Omega was being teased a ton before Cole signed to WB. Yes, Cody versus Kenny. Apparently, it was supposed to be Adam Cole versus Kenny. Right, right. That Adam Cole left, and then um, Ken, and then uh, Kenny was supposed to be Kenny, but then a knife pervert turned into Kenny. After Kenny left, after Kenny Japan, left, yes. it was night per knife pervert was that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it depends on if Kenny's going to take some time off after dropping all those belts. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. In the meantime, there's pl- if if Adam Cole was to go to AEW, there's plenty for him to do. Oh my God, I don't even know where to, where where we where where would you even start with that? I don't even know where to start. Adam Cole versus uh, Nakazawa for three months. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Just put him in yeah. a room for three months on promos, then have him Perfect. beat a bunch of jobbers on elevation. Perfect. Man, this writes itself, dude. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Al, all Al, Al Leong, the Watchtower is the all, Al Long. Sorry, I forgot your name wrong. Um, is Triple H really the almighty savior of WB that a lot of people believe? Um, I mean, it'd be hard to be that if you can never actually take control, you know? Yeah. Or I if mean, you can't ever implement your vision. If at any time, you know, if there was Truly, any time completely. you really wanted to use a sledgehammer, it's probably now. You know, it's worth you want to take that sledgehammer to that uh, dinosaur fossil that Vince has in his office. Yeah, that's a power play right there. What if he just takes that sledgehammer to Vince's office before Vince gets there in the morning? Vince would be more pissed that somebody showed up at the office before he did than he would that the sledgehammer was used. Yeah, he's like, I'll buy another dinosaur. <laughs> if if Triple H took charge took charge of creative, I think that the, I honestly, I know some people think that it wouldn't be a big difference. I think there'd be massive changes. I really do. I don't even know what they'd be. I think there'd be more logical storytelling for one thing. Yeah, that seems likely. Uh, Sean Lathrop, who is most likely to be the Joker at AEW Casino Battle Royale? Deanna Parazzo, Mickey James, Mercedes Martinez, or someone else? Wait, what, what's the question? Sorry. Most likely be the Joker at the Casino Battle Royale at all out 
I don't think, Prazzo, I don't think it'd James. be somebody as... I think that Mercedes is probably a really good answer for that. Ruby Soho. Yeah, that's a good answer. Uh, Paul Willow Williamson, is it because the WWE aren't able to create new stars that they have to bring back old-timers, or is the audience just not giving wrestlers time to become stars? I think the... I don't know. I think it's a little bit A and a little bit of B. I think that if guys from the past have a built-in name value and they can still go, then why wouldn't you use them if it'll help, if, if it'll improve your product? Um, you know, I don't think that it's squarely because WWE hasn't created new stars. I think they've created stars to a degree. Um, and I think if you look back at like, the thing about like the attitude era is that you can look at that and say, man, they were just reliant on on who they had at the time because they were creating huge stars. But it's like they didn't really have much of a choice because no. everybody else was with WCW. Like they mm-hmm. didn't have it's like they were they can do bring out Bob Backlund, you know? It's like Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Uh Wolverine uh will we see more people in creative speak out against Vince coming in at the last minute changing everything they wrote. Will they have more people speaking out about that? Like under contract with WWE and going to Twitter and saying, oh, Vince is doing this, Vince is doing that. I doubt no, they're that. Not do that. That seems no. awkward. I would hate to go to the work environment. And, oh, I just tweeted this crap out about my boss and he showed oh, up. Oh, he'd probably be fired. Or at least he'd give you a dirty look at, at you know, and have you do see. He's like, hey, I'd create a whip this up for you. This is what you're going to wear in this week. Then you go yeah. out there looking like an asshole. Yeah. Uh, a white brownie uh, with NXT reportedly going back to taping. Do you guys feel this benefits UK talent like Walter without having to relocate to the States? I mean, that's another reason why uh, uh, those episodes. It's because Walter's going to be around. And Ilya. Yeah. Uh, Nast, what happens if AEW fails to produce CM Punk this Friday, given all the speculation, reporting hype, and expectations about the debut of Mr. Phil Brooks? What do you see as a fallout the following week? Okay, so here's the thing about that. That question at this point is like asking what would happen if WWE failed to present or uh, failed to have John Cena show up. Mm-hmm. This is as good as done. This is there is no there is no what if. Tony Khan has basically said, hey, everybody knows what's going to happen. CM Punk is going to be there. There is no what ifs. There's no what if it didn't. If what if the only what if is if Phil gets into a car accident and shatters his legs on the way to the United Center. That's the only what if. What if he comes down with like food poisoning and he and he has to crap his pants again and he doesn't want to go out there and crap his pants for me. This is happening. He is scheduled to be there. They're just trying their damn. They're just not saying it outright, but they've essentially said it outright. Yes. 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 Uh, Jason Lewis, who from MLW and Ring of Honor would you like to be the first to enter the AEW's Forbidden Door? Uh, Jason Lewis, personal choices are Jay Lethal and the Von Erichs. From Ring of Honor... Oh, it's Jonathan Gresham. I think that'd be for cool. Uh, I think it'd be for me. It'd be Brody King. 
because of his history with Alistair, with Malachi Black. That's good. Um, I think um, that'd be good, plus just because I love him, Dan Housen, I think it'd be fun. That would be fun. Uh, MLW, it's Jacob Fatu. Um, MLW, yeah, that's a great name. Uh, I mean, it's the, the, it actually seems like it's possible that like Tom Lawler could show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems like entirely possible. I'll go with Hammerstone. That's a go. big dude right there. Yeah, he's he's jacked. Yeah, uh, Dirty Rich Goldberg has never lost three matches in a row. Is there any possibility he wins at SummerSlam so this doesn't happen in his third straight title match? Yes, there is a chance. I would say it's a. You gave Christian a four out of ten chance. I'll give Goldberg a two out of ten chance. I think there's yes, a twenty percent chance. At most twenty percent. Twenty percent chance. Uh Anthony J back to Survivor Series twenty nineteen. Who do you think booked the show? Triple H or Vince or collaborative effort? Both of them, because this is the only time he could have seen Adam Cole perform when he faced Pete Dunn that night. I it was probably somewhat collaborative. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you know, it was done strictly because NXT was going on USA Network, they were mm-hmm. trying to muster up some excitement for this brand that had only been on network. Yeah, and then they just didn't follow through on any of it. Yeah, I I imagine he was probably like, "All right, Paul, you do your guys," you know, mm-hmm. and then you know, Triple H is sitting there watching Adam Cole go at it, and he's like looking over at Vince, and Vince just isn't paying attention. He's talking to Pritchard or something. He's on his phone. Yeah, he like looks down and Pritchard looks over at Triple H and flips him a finger. <laughs> uh, Raymond Earl, do you think Charlotte would consider leaving WWE when her contract is up to explore op- other opportunities outside of WWE with Andrade and Ric Flair not in WWE? Would that entice her in any way to not renew her contract with WWE? Here's the only r- way I would see her leaving WWE. She's pretty much done everything. She's done it all. And, you know, like she's 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 pushed. I'm sure she's paid well um, in WWE. But if she's like, all right, I've done everything here. I want a new challenge. I guess it's possible. I'd be pretty surprised. But There was a report that she was like uh, doing some TV stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if she got offered, uh, you know, a Thunder in Paradise 2 TV show, uh, then, yeah, I could see her leaving. I'd, I wouldn't see her leaving for AEW. But I could see her leaving, and then she could just sort of, if she wants to go and do stuff elsewhere, she can do stuff elsewhere. But yeah. I think it would be for a specific reason that would be outside of wrestling, like the television industry. Dale and Dula, while watching squirrels run through your yard, you were inspired to become a squirrel yourself. Having the time of your life, you run through your neighbor's yard, bury acorns, and climb other trees. What pro wrestler would most enjoy joining you in your squirrel activities? Uh, do squirrels and iguanas get along? Because I'd say Mr. Iguana. Or do squirrels try know. to eat iguanas? I think it'd probably be the other way around. You think iguanas, iguanas try larger. to eat? They try to eat I squirrels. Think, I would think they yeah, because squirrels I, I don't believe are carnivores. Or they, they only just, eat, they eat seeds and nuts, nuts and, and berries. Stuff. And yeah, such. you're right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You think is an iguana big enough to? How big is an iguana? Like this big? Uh, yeah, I think that'd be large enough to eat a squirrel. You think so? Yeah, if they wanted to. I don't know. If they'd be fast enough to grab a squirrel, though. Squirrels are really fast. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if uh, how close a iguana is up uh, to the apex predator uh, 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 classification. You know, iguanas are herbivores. 
they eat plants, oh. so they would get along. Plants. Oh, that's they right. Get they along. eat leaves and stuff. Okay, yeah. that's a good answer. What do squirrels eat? I think you're right about that. Nuts and stuff. Nuts yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that uh, I'm pretty confident about. Yeah, uh, they eat uh, plants as well. Okay, they can so they, they can yeah. nosh on some plants together. Me and Mister Iguana running around. There you go. Good. You know. Good. <laughs> You know what, Taurus, the bull. Okay, sure. Um, you know, bulls aren't aren't carnivores. The, you know, the, I, I feel like we could be we could be friends. Uh, Garrett says, "Jungle Boy." Okay, it's a good answer. Okay, Luchasaurus, good answer. maybe. Yeah, it's a good answer. Blake Elizondo, inspired by Triple A's and Sandy Vince, wants the King of the Ring tournament to be as complicated as possible. Picture insane tournament rules. Like King of the Losers, a tournament where you advance by losing, and the last guy to lose, Corbin, is crowned mm. biggest loser in mm. WWE. All this right. is what they should do. Yeah, let's hear it. Is is make it like King of the Mountain? Okay. So essentially, a gauntlet match, yeah. you know? Yeah. And make it a whole pay per view, a two hour gauntlet match. That'd be great. Like sixteen people in it. Yeah, I like that, and like a like a exploding uh, timer too. Totally. Yeah, like, you gotta have the like an actual timer. exploding timer. They've got like well, however many people there are thirty timers. Yeah, and they all just, they blow up, but they're randomly placed in the crowd. Oh wow, <laughs> that seems more dangerous for people attending the show than the rest. It's incredibly dangerous. Yeah, it seems ill-advised, but oh. uh, we'll do this last one here. Ears of Justice. He's got a programming question, and he just subbed here on the Twitch for eleven months now. Thank you, Ears of Justice. He Thank says, you. and this is Ears of Justice, mind you. You remember him. Mm-hmm. He was the, the father of the 10 pounds of meat division. Yes. Says uh, 2K22 is coming out in a couple months. If it actually works, do you think you guys will have enough time to do a little universe mode? I wouldn't take anything off the table. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll say this. I'll say this. If if the online portion of it is actually it actually works really well, it would improve the odds of something happening with it, you know? Yeah, I agree. If it's a fun game and it has cool stuff going on, or if it's just a completely horrible, glitchy, glitchy mess where we know we can get some comedy out of just how glitchy it is, I could see us giving it like one shot, like saying, hey, let's see yeah. if we can break this game. Yeah. Um, like online or something, you know, if we do some mm-hmm, online mm-hmm. play or just sit back and watch it sim to death, uh, you know, it, it's a possible look. We have Smash Zone on Thursdays. I could see us maybe devoting an hour to to that if it's if it's bad enough. We should do some. Uh, we should watch some Weepo Crawl on Smash Zone this week. Yeah, that's that's. We could totally do that. Um, you know, we do have currently on Twitch. We'll end by saying this over at the Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Our latest goal is fifteen hundred subs. Right now, we're yes. at almost eleven hundred. The goal reward this time is our second twenty-four hour stream. We're coming up to pretty quickly to the the one year anniversary of our last twenty-four hour stream. So, I mean, I could see during a twenty. You needed something to do during a twenty-four hour stream. You know. Retrospective, you're talking. A retrospective, and if if 2K22 is out by the time we hit that, play a bunch of that. You know, just put put you know, just do that a lot. Anyways, yeah, Patrick Lee was a good point here. Make sure to check the junk mail sporadically, just in case you get an email from them. That's a good point. It's a good point. It's a good point. I should do that. I'll do that right now. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.